Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. In that transition and through a lot of like, difficult personal situations, it like really propelled me to begin adding a different layer to my writing, so to speak, and the message through my website. Um, so two things really happened around that time. First, I no longer really wanted to work as a freelancer through employers and have my website as a side thing. So secondly, I realized how important that was for me to begin writing um, about emotional mental health. And I know we'll probably uh, dive deeper into that, but through my own experience and slip, simply making that part of my own brand voice just became like my passion. And I think underlining, I've always wanted to do that. I just, I guess I needed to go through those stages, so to speak, to get to where I am today. And that's really the foundation of how I found myself today as a copywriter for wellness brands and obviously the podcast host and providing like the wellness content that I do um, and the products that empower my audience to consistently move forward. And then the copywriting bit, I, with all the opportunities that I've had, I, aside from my passion from writing, all like the SEO and converting and making sure that you're really talking in the client's brand voice was just something I found myself doing throughout all my positions, through all my freelance experiences that I was just like, I want to do this for myself and why not do it in, in, in an industry that I really love. And I love connecting with people who also have a mission driven uh, brand and I'm so passionate about it as well. So I offer tips as well as and strategies so that anyone that comes across uh, my business itself are able to get information, even if they're not able to to hire me for any of their projects or, you know, or want to gain more knowledge, um, because I think it's really important to find I'm offering this. But for myself, I love giving educational pieces. So I'm always uh, writing educational resources that that gives you long term, um, hopefully for anyone that's reading long term um, knowledge. Well, yeah, no, you're you're showing the value of your knowledge of mm -hmm. 10 years in these blog posts. You're like, yes, you can read my blog post, figure out how to do it and become better yourself. Or for companies that don't want to take that time, they can pay you for your expertise, which is an amazing right. ability because you're showing, look, I know what I'm talking about. Exactly. Um, I, I love it. Um, I do want to know when, what skills do you see are very similar in the copywriting world that you can use in the podcasting world. Right. So like the technical parts of copywriting, which is always finding the way to talk to your target audience using keywords, making sure SEO is in your titles and your show notes um, and, and anything that you promote your podcast. Well, yes, you're promoting your episodes and the content that goes to it and whatever mission you have behind uh, your conversations and and your branding, so to speak. But I think uh, something that anyone could use, no matter what your niche is, no matter you know who you speak to, is really focusing on finding keywords that really resonate where you want to be found. So, for example, like uh, for for myself, mine is centered on mental health and self care and redefining it. So, if somebody were to type redefining self care, hopefully my podcast would pop up and in order to make sure that, you know, I'm one of the first people that comes up, SEO is, 
is greatly important, especially in copywriting, to make sure that you have that um, where you're not overstuffing with keywords because you still want to sound personable and and um, informative, but enough where you know you know what you're talking about and I'm the person <laughs> to come to, you know, uh, when it comes to to including copywriting in in any podcaster's journey. Oh, no, it's yeah. I've noticed more like it's it's that uh, ability to hook your audience with the words, but also put the words that will Google that Google will will like as well. And right. it's a very f- f- hard balance to find. And uh, it's great to hear that co- copywriters like you are coming out there and possibly being able to help uh, podcasters in the future come down line to learn those lessons as well. Um, but I'm interested because you focus on the wellness brand. Mm-hmm. What really drove you there? Was there certain instances in your life that drove you to that? Or did you just see that there was a, 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 a hole in the market that you wanted to jump into? So I think personally, at first, I was going through um, a lot of like difficult years and uh, sitting down, like really reflecting on that. I saw that there was a pattern for myself after I've been through the things that I, I was going through. And I do speak a lot about this in some of my own podcast episodes and like some of my writing pieces. But um, once I got into the industry, I saw that the industry needed more, while yes, wellness, I think could be a very broad um, kind of niche and, and topic. I think what it's sometimes missing is that kind of like getting real with people and being really honest. And that's huge behind my own branding, like, yes, I'm giving tips and all that stuff, but I'm also intertwining what I've been through, what I think that it's not only just my brand, but it's, it's what I think as well. And I'm sharing my expertise and like, uh, sharing my own experiences of getting through stuff, because another huge thing, I love empowering and giving motivating content to to show that you could or anyone could really get through anything, uh, whether it be on a personal level, professional level, um, anything that anyone's going through that, yes, we go, we all go through our difficult phases or difficult situations, but we're always able to go through it as long as we're, you know, making sure we're taking care of ourselves on a mental level, um, because that I, I feel like that's the most important part of anyone and everyone, no matter what it is that you do. Can't agree more. Can't agree more. It's kind of why I started this podcast to learn about entrepreneurs because I was having some mental health issues and Mm -hmm. everybody's affected by mental health. So having others share their stories uh, with you and tips and tricks that help them helped you can help other people. So that's really great of you. Um, In your 10 years of being a copywriter and uh, how long have you been podcasting? So I've been podcasting since since March 2020. Okay, so yeah. nearly a, a year and a half of podcasting, yeah, ten years as a po- uh, as a copywriter. Um, you must have had uh, a billion probably great moments in your career, uh, starting from like the first blog that probably got like a million views to the mm-hmm. episodes that got a thousand downloads. Um, but if you could choose maybe one moment that you've had. Uh, in your career so far, uh, podcasting or copywriting, uh, that you would say is probably your best and share it with us? 
Yeah, of course. I definitely think it's podcasting, even though obviously like I love my copywriting and and it's it's very much intertwined in what I do when it comes to my podcasting as well. But I I had been thinking about doing a podcast for some reason for years, even before I launched my first episode. And it was just like in the back of my head, just you have to do a podcast uh, while, yes, you're writing all these wonderful topics and motivating topics, like putting your actual voice to it is something that you need to do. So that was something that wasn't going to be ignored. And I knew that everything that I was doing with my own business and content, that adding a podcast to the mix was what I wanted to do to put an actual voice to all the topics I had in mind. So I really wasn't sure at the time what that was going to look like. But one of the things that I really pushed myself to do was brainstorm. And I came to the conclusion that the theme of self-care and love for your mental health was good enough to simply start. I didn't know um, how long the season was going to be or how the seasons were going to be. I just do like those. That was like topic I really wanted to um, focus on. I didn't know how I was going to guess either when I wasn't sharing any solo episodes, but it evolved as, as it has been. And I began networking and others started reaching out to me to come on a, on the podcast as a guest. I reached out to people um, that I knew that I really wanted them to come on the, the podcast as a guest as well. And I wrapped up that first season with 10 wonderful episodes. And like I said, it kind of did it itself. And as I kept connecting with others and simply having conversations, I knew that redefining self-care and love for your mental health was what I was already doing with those first 10 episodes. And it became really defined in the second season. And right now I'm on my third um, with 27 episodes so far, and I'm already thinking of the following ones. So that was definitely one of the most pivotal moments, um, even though I've had many, but that was um, in a, or my podcast is really out of my comfort zone while I'm so much more comfortable now um, doing it for, for as long as I have. Um, I'm, I'm a big introvert. Like you would maybe not think that, but it's, it's not always easy to, to get out of your comfort zone. But I believe when you have a really big feeling to do something, even when it's, um, scary or, you know, you're not really sure how it's going to work out. It's sometimes the nudge that you need to like, all right, let me figure out what this is. And if not, then I'll just stop, you know, but so far I don't see my podcasting stop because I really love um, what it's brought to my work as a copywriter as well and just personal development and connecting with like-minded people and all the amazing conversations I've been able to have. Wow, that's just awesome. I love hearing that. And and I I feel the same way. Like if someone said uh, yeah. my whole life, like podcasting is amazing because I'm connecting. Like just a few hours ago, I was talking with someone from North California. Mm. I'm talking to you. And in a few hours, I'm going to be talking to someone in Australia and going oh, live amazing. to so many people. Like it's it's insane the, the possibilities that uh, podcasting uh, brings. And I'm glad to hear that it you're, you're getting the same opportunities. I am interested because you use, you have a podcast. Have you seen clients come over from who have been potential listeners to your podcast, come over to be a client of your copywriting business? Yes. Yes. Uh, because of the content and the content that I do as a copywriter, I definitely have seen that. I think, uh, 
if you have a podcast and you have a business on the side or it, it, it kind of intertwines together and it's around the same topics and the same niche um, and the same industry, it gives you that opportunity to really have more connections than with just one thing. So for myself, yes, I've actually had a few people that I've been able to to work with and it's been amazing, you know, like, like I said earlier, the connections I've been able to make with people through my podcasting has been a really, really great experience. And I don't think if I if I didn't have it, I would be able to to have those connections. So it's been really, really great in that sense as well. That's great. And do you feel like the podcast, because I found, because I've gotten most of my clients through podcasting, actually either being a guest on my podcast or me guesting mm-hmm. on others because um, they hear my story or they, they resonate. Do you find that the, when the, when you, the, were the guests your clients or were it listeners your clients? Just out of curiosity. My guests so far. Guests. Yeah. My guests. Okay. Yes. So do you find when you do have them on your podcast, the the sale, quote unquote, to get them to a client is more like just it's already a done deal because they're already so warmed up from already connecting with you for the period of time on the podcast? Yeah, I think so. I think when getting any client, no matter what work it is that you're giving or service, that they have to feel comfortable. And especially if you're speaking to them and spending this much time on a podcast and, you know, if you do any pre-work before your podcast episode, that really kind of, like you said, warms them up and, you know, they love, and I've been lucky that I have amazing guests come on and they, they connect so well to me and I connect to them that it's so much easier to just be able to do that work together and, and feel that comfortability as well. Awesome. No, I just wanted to share with another podcaster because because that's it's a different way of getting clients. I don't think a lot of people realize, like a lot of businesses realize, how um e- not easy but fast the the sale process can go. Obviously, if we're not talking multi billion dollar companies, those travel much faster. But our s- smaller agencies that work with like mom and pop businesses, having a mm-hmm. podcast, you can get that connection with the, the your potential client so much faster or even your potential client who's a listener to your exactly. podcast, sharing sharing your knowledge there. So it's great that you at least, I have someone else reinforcing the same idea and it's just not me uh, yelling into the ethos. So thank you for that. <laughs> um, of course. Um, I, I do want to get on to uh, maybe a tip for someone who's starting. Since you've been established from freelancer all the way to, you know, more of an established business owner, uh, maybe someone who's starting their entrepreneurial journey, uh, what, what kind of tip do you have for them uh, before they jump into the uh, the deep end of becoming an entrepreneur? Right. So I'm a big fan, like I said before, feeling that fearful feeling and just going on and doing it. But Definitely sit down and explore what it is that you want to do and make sure it's something um, that you want to keep up with. Because I think being a freelancer and even being an entrepreneur, they're very similar or they could be used interchangeably. Um, Being your own boss isn't always easy. So, you know, kind of make sure that you have some type of boundaries with yourself or like however it is that you're going to do your work to make sure that that's kind of uh, the foundation of you beginning it. And then sometimes you just kind of figure it along the way, but have at least one point that you're 100% sure or like really clear on that you want to do. Because I think, like I said, it's really easy to, um, to when you're your own boss to kind of like maybe not have the time structure that you would if you worked for someone else 
or uh, not reach goals because like, oh, this is mine. So I just could kind of do it like whenever. But sometimes really having that structure like you would have at a regular job, maybe not as as um, rigid or, or whatever, um, is really beneficial. I found that for myself. I mean, I've been doing this for so long and I still have days where I'm just like, I need to structure myself out a little bit more. <laughs> um, but definitely having some type of schedule or some type of, some type of process uh, I think is is one of the best tips I could give anyone starting out. No, that is uh, something that's super important. Someone who's, uh, as myself, I'm transitioning into that role from being a former employee into mm-hmm. being an, a full-time entrepreneur. But figuring out that routine, okay, am I going to have dedicated days that are just for recording? Am I going to be doing what on what days? Figuring out that structure really helps you. And it feels like you're moving forward in the business and you're not just running around in the same place. Right. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, we are coming close to the end of the interview. Uh, but before we do, um, because I'm uh, a selfish person and I love reading and I love having mm-hmm. other entrepreneurs' opinions on stuff, um, could you share with the audience and myself a book that you think entrepreneurs uh, entrepreneurs should read yes. before during their journey, wherever they are, if they're ten years in or they're just starting, uh, some a uh, book that you would suggest they read. Right. So for, I mean, I'm always reading as well. So one of the most powerful books that has helped me personally first, and I think anything that helps you personally will always help you uh, with everything that you do is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. That is one of the best books I've ever read. And it took me a very long time to read it just because I was going through a lot, but every single time I picked it up, it was exactly where I needed it to be. Um, And that's helped me again, uh, uh, personally and definitely professionally and through my, through my own journey with, um, with my own business and really, uh, really being able to sit with, with the moments that come to you and not try to think so much of the future or think about the past because I think just like the title of the book the power of now is one of the most powerful things for you so if you could kind of try to um, stay in the present moment and not get too ahead of yourself or think of the past I think that is one of the best um, things that could happen for any entrepreneur I love it I love it um I'm going to jump on off screen, Yanni. I'm going to let you have the screen. Let my audience know where they can find you on the internet, listen to your podcast, follow you on social media, all that fun stuff. So the floor is yours. All right. So you could find me at ilanisalcedo.com, which is where you'll find my copywriting services, as well as my wellness content that I share and some things in the shop as well. And then you could also find um, me on Instagram at ilanisalcedo. And for my podcast, you could find it on ilanitalks.com and also on Instagram at ilanitalks. And you could find it through um, all podcasting platforms, um, listen to it on either Spotify, Apple podcast, um, Stitcher, anything, anywhere that you'd listen to your favorite podcasts. Excellent. Thank you so, so much Annie, for being a guest on this and ladies and gentlemen who are listening, watching whichever way you're consuming this podcast or vodcast or whatever we're going to call this in the future, um, in the show notes, in the description will be all the links to 
get with Yanni and follow this amazing entrepreneur and her brand of wellness. Uh, again, I want to thank Yanni for being an amazing guest here on the show. You guys listening, remember always to invest in yourself because in 10 years, who knows where you could be? You could be living the life like Yanni, having a great time. So thank you so, so thank much you, for Phil. listening. Thank you. Hey, everybody, I want to thank you so, so much for watching the show and listening to the podcast. Uh, as a thank you, remember, you can always head over to my website, feelbetterinc.com and get free 15 minutes with me to talk about how you can grow your podcast, how to monetize your podcast, or even how to start your podcast. I have helped lots of people and I want to help you do the same for your business or just for your personal brand. So again, that is feelbetterinc.com. Dot com. Head over there, book your free 15 minutes, and I'll be a pleasure to help you out. Have a good night and remember to invest.